Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Superman via Political Straight Talk here on Ragtag Radio, and we want to thank you all for tuning in, and for the record, for those of you that tuned in later and want to know what in the world I'm doing playing It's Raining Men, we were discussing uh, Nurse Feelgood and the chairman swapping boyfriends back and forth, and evidently they've got three or four that they swap out, and uh, was... Uh, worried that green bean that green bean would be corrupted and then we found out that the cat lady is really the lady running the brothel so it's raining men now for those of you that have no sense of humor for those of you that have no sense of humor we are just messing around and uh, just playing even though the whole part about chairman and uh, nurse feel good is probably true there's just no proof of it but Christine Ballsy Ford told me so so it must be true true. all right so hey Ramirez said she was the one at the parties and watching you too so that's credible sources credible sources Avenatti has even got two of them to sign a statement saying that you all swap out uh, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Corrupting my All ears right. or stop. Yeah. Say what? I said you're corrupting my ears. Well, that's all right. I don't want to hear nothing. Kitchen utensil. <laughs> to this day, I will never forget that episode. Oh, the kitchen? Yeah, oh. I know. Yeah, I like to yeah. listen. That's the first time we'd ever heard you go off like that. We were all behind the scenes cracking up. It was like, uh. anyway. Okay, so today we have learned Kavanaugh questions. We have learned Hillary and Bill think they're worth seven hundred plus bucks. We have found out that the Democrats will respect nobody, and Republicans are out raising Democrats money wise two to one. Now, let's, you know, in every show we try to always start off with with really pressing, important stuff. 
And so today we're going to do the same thing. And I'm going to ask the question that is on everybody's mind. Whatever happened to Stormy Daniels? Her attorney ran out of money. The bankruptcy court got him. She's busy making another porn. No, she's getting a divorce from her husband. She's getting a divorce. Her husband filed for divorce. Uh, Well, I heard there was... I heard that it was going to be Hump Trump, the MAGA story. God. Starring Stormy Daniels. Yes, no, the, Make the, the Make America Horny Again tour flopped. <laughs> <laughs> Boss lady's just like, didn't her last thing flop? Yeah. Would you cut Matter out? Of fact, this is yeah. not Friday night. <laughs> several, several I of think the, I think several of the clubs too. where she was dancing. Uh, have sued her to get him, to get their fee and money back because um, it was a terrible letdown and things were just kind of hanging around, so to speak. Oh, no. Uh, oh, God. I'm just saying. The sales were very Ooh. sagging. You got the good yeah, she stuff. was down and out on her luck. Yeah. Is that how old she is? Does anybody know how old Stormy Daniels is? About 105. Anybody know? Somebody look it up. I want to see. I want to know how old she is. All the plastic. 45. 45. 45. Okay. So, I don't know. I just guess. <laughs> 39. 31, guys. Come on. She is. According to the internet that never tells a lie. Cool. She's yeah, 39, 39, I'm 29. That's right. Well, I'm she's 29. 30 she's 39, I'm the Well, I, I'm going to say this, and then we're moving on. If she is, in fact, 39, she has been rode hard and put away. Because <laughs> wow. she looks a lot Okay, older. this is not an After Dark episode, is it? <laughs> No, we're going to get into actual political stuff. But you know what? Sometimes it's nice to just open the show with something that's not really consequential. Well, that's true. And again, my annoyance has subsided, so thank you. My ass. 39, my So Stormy Daniels has a Halloween costume that is selling for forty nine ninety five. Mushroom is not included. And before you all blame me for that one, that was the boss lady. She's in the background <laughs> providing production notes. Yay, boss lady. So let's talk some serious stuff. Let's talk Bill and Hillary, okay? Because I'm going to tell you, when I heard that they were on a tour and they're going to charge, what is it, $735, 740 something like that? Whatever. Would you, if, say, Rush Limbaugh or somebody come to town that's on the right, would you pay that much to go see them? No. Bill and Hillary? 
actually, I, the next call sheet that they made, you do realize, was to Soros to make sure that they funded it and, and sold out the stadium, right? I well, aren't they? I'm, I'm going so to get, just, They'll get a few poor suckers to, to spend that kind of money, and then he'll he'll pay the rest to fill it up, and, and they'll give away a bunch of free even, tickets. Watch. They'll have it on every other was, radio station in the cities. Even if there were free, I wouldn't go. Even if it was free, I wouldn't go. So Which is why I said... They couldn't pay me enough to go. I want, I want to go see that old hag. So, well... It, this is the this is the what President Reagan used to call the mashed potato circuit. Yeah. This is their way of working the mashed potato circuit before she announces in January she's running for president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anybody here planning on voting for? Her? Um. Let me think about it. No. <laughs> I told Eli, I don't care who you vote for, you just might, you better you better pull a Republican ticket. That's all I gotta say. I, I can just hear Trump now. I can just hear him now. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know how that's gonna fly based on what I heard today on that video. That's why I'm saying if you if you listen to that video Man, oh man! Um, he wants to run. He wants it was to severe. run. Oh yeah, he wants her to run. That that that'll be the best if she does. Listen, yeah. because he won't have a primary to fight this time. Oh my God! No. You talking about a great? You talking about a great matchup where he wipes the floor with her? Oh God! Perfect. I don't know what that does to Camilla and Spartacus, but um, you know, I maybe, think maybe what he'll do is just have them arrest her on the spot. You know, I mean, if she's running for president and she's on the same stage with him, it'd be a lot easier to have them arrest her, won't it? Well, some of that video. Listen, don't get too excited. <laughs> don't get too excited about some of that stuff. Because it's just it's just not going to happen. Hillary, okay. Well, I well, let me give you all. I can hope because it wasn't pretty what they said would ensue. Well, first of all, Hillary has lifetime Secret Service protection. Can never be taken away from her. Okay. So how are they going to guard her in a prison cell? And get Mo. I'm still- Listen, don't you think that those things can be negated when you are found guilty of treason? I mean, come on. You have to draw a boundary line somewhere. Yeah, we He's have never going to be found guilty of treason. Huh? She's never going to be found guilty of treason. You don't see why not. They sold uranium to another country. They did. Her and Obama and all of them ought to go down big time. But who has the authority to make that sale? President. Secretary of State. And the President. President of the United States. 
Okay. And, and he's on the list. So, but he'll probably flee, and then the next best one would be her. And his My menu- point is they can't go after Obama for selling the uranium because he was within his rights to sell it. Doesn't make it Within right. His rights? How? You don't sell an enemy something to make a nuclear weapon with. Um, I can tell you right now, <clears throat> excuse me, a bunch of presidents that sold our enemy thing, our enemies things. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Bill Clinton. <clears throat> Okay, and you know, without, without blabbing my mouth when something I shouldn't, there are there are others. There there are deals that have been made, being made since the late forties. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I, I'm not defending President Obama. I'm not defending Secretary Clinton. I'm just simply saying that. We're just, we're not going to see that happen. So, you know, I wouldn't want anybody to get their hopes up. Will some lower-level people take a fall? Yeah. But That's the way Hillary, it always is. It's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. They, Hillary they and... I don't care what anybody says. I owned a business. So when I owned that business, if something went wrong, it went uphill. I was the last say. And you go to the person where, hey, who has the last say? That's who needs to go down for that. Not the little guy, not the peon, not the one that take the, takes the fall like uh, 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 Oliver North. Are you saying President Reagan? Go to the top. They need to stop it. They need to stop it now. This is the kind of cred that has created so much strife in this country. Is, that, is doing that kind of stuff... You know how much money the Clinton Foundation made as a result of all of that? Oh, they made quite a bit, but again, again, it would have to be with the way the law works and the governing from one administration to the other. The statute of limitations, number one, for going after a previous administration will be up in actually just a couple of weeks. Okay, and they're not going to look into them, so I wouldn't get. Just just be mindful that political circles generally protect political circles, and to see Hillary go down means a whole lot of other people go down with her, and those people are going to Isn't that what Mr. Make. Trump set out to do, was drain the um, swamp? Yes. But you don't drain the swamp by you don't drain the swamp by pulling the plug and letting everything fall out. You drain the the blood fucking ticks out of there, which is that's what she is. But the problem with that, listen, he's trying. You have to do it. You have to do it by slices and small cuts. Surgical removal. You can't just go in there and pull the plug and drain everybody. Because the truth of the matter is, they tried that when the administration first took over, and you see all of the upheaval. Okay, so you have to go in there and surgically do it. 
which leads me to the next topic. And this is where our conspiracy friends will get to come in on this one. And that is uh, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley resigning at the end of December. It didn't take five minutes after her resignation had been accepted by the president for me to start hearing about Ivanka Trump becoming the ambassador to the United Nations. Yeah, let me be be clear. Will not, shall not, cannot, and won't happen. Okay? Period. Better not. That's that's a step down for her. She's not going to do it. And for the record, I think she would do okay in it if she were appointed by the president, but it's not going to happen. Okay? So anybody out there passing along that little bit of information. Well, because ambassadors, when you're when you're an employee of the government, now if you are if you are political like she is now just an advisor, you're not governed the same as if you are a stand up government employee, i.e. ambassador. With as an ambassador you have to, again, as a government employee, you have to take all your assets and put in a blind trust. And she's not going to do that. She's making way too much money. It would be a step down for her to do that. Oh, sure. You know what okay. I think is going to happen when people go to hell? I think God's going to feed them money. They're going to have to eat it. Well, it's not. Listen, you know they're going to get their plate. nourishment. It's not, it's not against the law to make money. You can't criticize her because she wants to keep making money and then criticize her if her father were to appoint her. You can't have it both ways. Okay, it's either nepotism. The only criticism truly is when you take people with silver spoons and you put them in positions of power and they haven't got a clue about the average American citizen's needs. Yet they Well, then average... Yeah. There and then, it all out for yeah. then yeah. the Foffingtons, then you have the Foffingtons and the Wasps versus everybody else. And in the, way, the way our government is set up, our government is set up so that we have citizen government. Now, yes, we've gotten away from a lot of that, and a lot of it has to do with money. But listen, Nikki Haley no, resigning actually it's is not, greed. The the media has played it off as this come out of left field. No, it didn't. She notified the president almost a year ago that she would probably be leaving. Okay, number mm-hmm. one. Number two, um, nothing that the president gets involved in when it's choreographed like it was today is a big shock. In other words, he was not blindsided by this. He knew it was coming. He already knows who the replacement is. Mm-hmm. So um, people just need to settle down. And I heard another thing, too. I heard that Ivanka played a big role in convincing Trump to go and bomb Syria. Now, um, there is some truth to that. that. Okay, there is some truth to that. She went and lobbied, like, look, how can we continue the same policy of, 
well, if you keep doing this, we're going to do this, and then we never do this. And so, you know, 37 tomahawks get launched over. Good. I would have launched 137. So she's an advisor to the president. And I got news for you. There's people in my family, albeit one, that I would want their counsel uh, close to me if I'm president. And if that means putting them in as an advisor, I would do it. Ivanka is educated. She is uh, knowledgeable. Jared Kushner, he knows what he's doing. He's the one behind the new NAFTA deal. USMCA, he's the one that helped push Canada into the fold. So, hey, as president, you need people around you you can trust. He trusts his kids and his in-laws. Good for him. He's finally starting to get people around him that are halfway decent. And you can tell it, look at Pompeo. You know, he's making inroads with old little Kim. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have no problem with the president leaning on his family and close friends to help him out. I don't. Matter of fact, that's probably the only job in the federal government I would say that, except for the vice president. But Mike Pence will just call up his brother, who's about to be... uh, a congressman out of the great state of Indiana. Not because of my vote. Oh. Yes, we know. Oh, Greg. Yes. Well, Indiana, you know, Indiana is normally insignificant in most elections. And I don't mean any disrespect by that, but, you know, they're corn country. and that Really? Wasn't for the presidential uh, election. Uh, it was... What did it do? It was the deciding state for Trump to win the primary. Just because of where they voted. Okay, they 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 sent Trump to the to the nominating committee. So we'll give them that. Well, today Trump repaid the Midwestern states by opening up ethanol year-round. There's an archaic law that the EPA put in place that basically says you can't burn E85 fuel during the summer. You can't sell E85 fuel in the summer, which is why the price of it goes up for anybody that has a vehicle that takes E85. Um, Anyway, so they have opened up ethanol now to year-round, which will really be a boon for the corn states, including Indiana. Indiana's not as large a ethanol producer as, say, in Iowa, but they're Iowa they're produces close. a ton, and, yeah, I know, Ted Cruz and, and uh, one of the guys, I'm trying to think of, the, I believe, the senator's name from out in Iowa, um, who in said through the election, um, he, he works on the, uh, he works on the, the ethanol out there. Well, he was, Grassley's getting congratulated for pushing Kavanaugh through, too. So there's, um, well, you know, Indiana's probably going to flip senator seats. He's probably well, going to sure go so. down. Well, I sure hope so. Donnelly voted uh, no uh, over the weekend. So, you know, if if Hoosiers don't vote for Mike Braun, they're foolish. Well, right now in that race, I think it's a dead heat. 
and the Republicans yeah, well, have been I think gaining that, the last. Uh, I do believe that you know this is still a red state, and uh, and that we'll pull it off. Well, it is a red state, and so now, if you look at real clear politics uh, and their indicators, now. For the record, Real Clear Politics claims to be non-leaning either way, but they are very left, uh, and they have moved Indiana into leans Republican. They have moved North Dakota to Republican. They have taken West Virginia, and it's a light shade of blue um, because they think that Manchin will pull it off since he voted for Kavanaugh. Uh, although he's down by a couple of points. But the most interesting Senate race is one nobody's talking about. There's actually two. The first well, the one, one in Texas, gonna, for sure. <laughs> there's nothing interesting about that one. I mean, that one, that one's done. So it's, I, have it's a to say, I was interested today when they talked about Beto not um, disclosing or, or messing up with his reporting uh, of the money brought in for the third quarter, I guess it was. Yeah, but that's not a big deal. Everybody, everybody underreports on the third quarter. Hello. What do you mean by underreports? Everybody will fudge the numbers in the third quarter. Every campaign will do it. Fudging the numbers, he reported over what they were allotted, what what they were allowed to take in. Of course, they they they. Listen, don't worry. All of these numbers being messed up in the third quarter, everybody, nobody wants you to know what's in their war chest going into the final push into an election. Nobody files an appropriate third quarter report in election year. Nobody. Everybody, every senator, every congressman, every person running for the Senate or the Congress will go back in the fourth quarter and file an amended amended filing. Everybody. Well, I, I did uh, read today that uh, with regards to the Texas um, election that CNN is going to run a town hall on October the 16th or 18th, one of the two, because I know that there's a debate between the two of them on one night. I think that's the 16th. And then the 18th, they were going to do a town hall that was national, offering national coverage. Ted Cruz turned it down. So Good. they need to do an hour long program in front of the nation. Well, they better be careful about that because there is the fairness doctrine. And if they give him an hour's free airtime, they have to give Senator Cruz an hour free airtime too, or they'll get in trouble to be considered an endorsement. But, you know, if I was Cruz, I would come out and ask one question. One question's all he needs to ask of his opponent. Why are you pretending to be a Hispanic? He's changed his yeah. name. He's, He's pretending to be a Hispanic. And Benito is not a Hispanic. But if Ted Cruz, who is, <laughs> comes out and says anything, he would get hammered. So it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But the most interesting race, there are two that nobody's talking about. One is the race against uh, Hernandez in New Jersey, yeah. where that 
that race right now is 51-49 in favor of the Republican. Yep. Okay. 51-49. In in uh, favor of the Republican. And the Democratic Party in Tennessee uh, got a little boost and, and has has tried to... Marsha Blackburn, who is running for the Senate, she's the current representative of the 7th District in Tennessee, uh, very conservative, uh, but relatively unknown in the state. And the Democrats felt that there were only a couple of people they could put up that could be even remotely successful in this state. The top one happens to be uh, Phil Bredesen, Governor uh, Phil Bredesen. used to be a governor here, two-term governor that is was fairly popular, uh, had a lot of Republican support. So late Sunday night, late Sunday night, Taylor Swift came out and put out a tweet, Facebook message, something, to her 112 million fans. Yeah. Why she was voting Democrat and encouraged people in Tennessee to vote for Phil Bredesen. Immediately after that tweet, within 24 hours, so there's there's 24 hours, at vote.com or vote.org, whichever one it is, they saw nearly 68,000 registrations. Half their fans are under 13. So, here's... Here's 68,000 registrations in Tennessee? They didn't specify. I'm assuming they're not just in Tennessee because our our registration cutoff is today, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, here's what's happened, okay? Trump come here to Johnson City and boosted people up. The most recent poll before he came here had uh, Marsha ahead by eight points. And in this state, eight points is a margin, is a, is a good margin if the poll is weighted right. You have to go look and see where did they do the polling, uh, which I did do. Dun, 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 dun. And it's a, it's a good poll. It, it is a, a really good weighted poll. It took, uh, it took half of its weight from uh, Middle and East Tennessee and the other half of the weight from West Tennessee. Now, why is that important? East Tennessee from what's called the Knoxville Corridor, so Roan County all the way up to the tip, is deep, deep, deep Republican country. Okay? And, I mean, it is so red, it's not even funny. Then you have Middle Tennessee, where it is all red, with the exception of two counties. You have Davidson County, which is which is a vote mecca for Democrats. And um, then you have... Then you've got White County, Trasdale County. One of those two generally tend to go... uh, Trasdale's the last county, White (laughs) County. Tends to go Democrat. There's not a lot of votes there. But those are the two counties in Middle Tennessee. And then in West Tennessee, um, you see more blue out that way, but your your big area there is Shelby County or Memphis. But people have been fleeing Memphis like crazy. And I can understand why, given my last few visits there. 
Um, but the poll was, was very well weighted. As a matter of fact, if I had to venture a guess, I would assume that Marsha's actually up 10 or 11 points instead of just 8 because I there was a little more weight today. applied to West Tennessee. I saw 12 what? today. I saw 12 points so, today. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that it, it's a little greater than the poll I saw. Now, why this race, why the Tennessee race is important? Because Governor Bredesen, people, whether they like him or hate him, and I know some Tennesseans on here, uh, he is the one Democrat that could take that seat. There is no other Democrat in this state that could take that seat. Okay. And Chuck Schumer knows it. That's why Chuck Schumer went after him, trying to get him to run. Uh, but what I found interesting is that Saturday, just before the vote on Kavanaugh came out, Governor Bredesen released a statement basically saying that he would have voted to confirm Kavanaugh. Bullshit. Now, up until that point, he had kept very mum and wouldn't have said anything. So he's making some political moves. Taylor Swift, and I can't figure out yet if she's a paid endorsement. I'm about willing to bet she is mm-hmm. through the DNC because typically she's not said anything about politics. And she needs to be worried because she could suffer somewhat of a similar fate as the Dixie Chunks. Okay. And, you know, there's only there's only a couple of known Democrats in country music that have managed to survive. Matter of fact, out of all of country music, there's only two couples uh, and a couple of uh, fags that I can even think of that have managed to survive as Democrats. And the only reason they survive is just because of who they are. Mm-hmm. So Taylor Swift would be advantageous to be quiet. Um, Faith, Hill, Tim, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw get away with it because they're country music royalty, so to speak. Garth Brooks and Trisha Howood get away with it because yeah. of who they are. So. I know. And then Ty, Hern, Ty like- Herndon, Shelley Wright, um, Ty Hernan, Shelley Wright, and Terry Clark, who's Canadian. Um, you know, they're they're the few country entertainers out of the closet. Kenny Chesney, the sooner he hurries up and comes out of the closet, his life will be a lot better. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Renee Zellweger, when she divorced him after being married to him for three days, um, <laughs> That should have taken care of it, but it didn't. Anyway, back to the point at hand. Musicians and and entertainers in politics. Um, What do you all think? It's as bad as Hollywood in politics. I think they need to stay out of it. I know you don't like Michael DiGiorno, but he posted a clip of him ripping Taylor Swift to shreds the other night. It was really, really good. I mean, she claimed she was on, she posted that thing on Instagram. And the point of the um, bad part about it is that you can't respond to her. So she's 
she's cut that off. So you can't tell her what you think or you agree or Do you blame her? No, she's going to put herself out publicly. By God, you can take some pushback. Well, hit her on Twitter. Aren't you the Twitter queen? She hasn't been on Twitter since May. So, anyway. So, he said that Taylor says she represents Tennessee values. He said, no, she doesn't. She represents Beverly Hills values. He said she's scared. Wait a minute. How do you figure she represents Beverly Hills? She went out to Hollywood. She worked with Victoria's Secret. Oh, yeah. She's got some uh, Beverly Hills influence in her. Yeah. Well, now that may be a true statement. It's factual. He said that that, um, she said she's scared of how Marsha voted. He said, well, tell me what you're scared of, Taylor. You didn't explain yourself. Tell me what bills say um, standing up for veterans, standing up to the Second Amendment, standing up to this will never be a sanctuary state. Is that what you're scared of? Oh, it was really good. It was 12 minutes, but it was really good. Well, I mean, I I guess he's got to do something to get his ratings up. Oh, stop. Well, I'm being serious. His Nielsen rating is like .02. Do you, speaking of, do you know anything about that Michael Daugherty that put out that video? No, not a whole lot. But I, I okay. will, because I, I want to know what possessed them to put that crap out. There's there, Oh, yeah, that reminds me of something else I need to address on here. There is a... There are several news sites out there that have, um, they look like the real news sites. Yeah. And they come across looking like NBC, CBS, ABC. Uh, I've seen AllenBWest.com, that's a fake news site. I've seen Western Journal, fake news. Uh, Life News, fake news. Well, I'm not even going to say fake news. I'm just going to say fake all the way around. Uh, all of those sites, people, are fake. They're garbage. They are not. Excuse me. The Maven is another one. There's just a bunch of them. Well, I see I see a lot of Western Journal. Um, need to turn that one off and send them on their way. I Daily see Caller. LB West. There's one that's Republic, something public. Now, the Daily Caller, I'm going to tell you about the Daily Caller. I actually know who runs that website, and they are ignorant, but I at least know who runs that website. Um, You what, that website? I know who runs it. The Western Journal, whoever's using that one, I see that one from time to time. That one's garbage. Allen B. West is garbage. There's another one, Republic, something Republic. Um, all of those are all the same size. You know, he's an interesting character. <laughs> he is. Um, <laughs> he, he's an interesting character. Um, his heart's in the right place. His heart's in the what right do you place. Think overall, about 
CRTV and Glenn Beck um, coming together. You did know that, right? Well, Glenn Beck's being bought out because his network well, that's is in what the I tank. Thought. I know his network's in the tank. Nobody's watching it. Nobody. Um, his show went from sick. being his show <laughs> went from being in the top five to not even breaking the top twenty-five. Laura Ingram is doing better than him, and that says a lot, right there. Did you hear? Did you see, happen to see any of his videos where he discussed his illness? It's it, um, perfect, understandable what's being done because of his illness. He I mean, loved so much becoming ill. Who are you I understand that. Glenn Beck. Talking about his name? So, what? He's talking about his anus? His anus? Nobody said anything about his anus. Oh, my gosh. Jill said, was, Jill said he was talking about something. Illness. Oh. It's illness. I-L-L-N-E-S. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been... I've been sick. I think it's probably. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, I, you know what? So you've been sick, Barbara. So yeah, I'm just curious. Sick, I am just curious. How how did you associate illness with anus? Do you need some <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here at Ragtag, we recommend Colace for your anus problem. If, if you're having a problem with your anus and you can't get it to stop. Emodium AD. Oh, you should you should send a copy of this out to Glenn Beck. He'd probably love it. Or, or you can try one eight hundred miracle wheels. Well, I'm thinking maybe you should probably go along with miracle ear. What's the other one? There's miracle ear, mm-hmm. and then there's another one. Oh, shish kebab. It's it's right there. Well, anyway, uh, folks, just so you know, people on our show hear all kinds of things. <laughs> and when they're ill, I, you know, and, and Boss Lady has a good point here. So you were sick, and you automatically refer revert to anus. I'm just curious as to why. Well, And uh, everybody else has anus problems because you did? Well, no, but I've been goofing today. You've been what? Goofing. Did you just say pooping? <laughs> oh. Boop. Oh, wow. B-O-O-F. Boofing. Like in Ralphie. Well, boss lady's back here losing it because you're talking about pooping. 
I didn't say that. Well, you her bell tone. Her bell tone. Don't hey. She'll tell. She'll tell you she's deaf. This is going off the rails. Poor Glenn back. Okay. Let me, let me just put it. Remember when he put his face down in the Tito bowl? <laughs> I never laughed so hard in my life. I'm like, he's losing his mind. And and I felt so bad after that because his his problem is neurological. Let me clear up some misnomers. I've been throwing up, okay? (laughs) Well, we we heard pooping. Oh, she said puking. No, I said foofing. <laughs> oh, wow. When they were discussing, when Justin oh. Kavanaugh was discussing his yearbook with that dickhead White House, or I don't know, Denang Dick, didn't he... Didn't they ask him what boofing meant? And he said throwing up. Yes, boofing. No, he oh, said right. flatulence, yes. farting. That was flatulence, that was, yeah. That, that was denying dick. That was denying <laughs> so dick. Wa- so dick Whitehouse. <laughs> okay, listen up. I need to get control of this call. Y'all are taking it off the rails. <laughs> Okay, so for the record, as far as we know, Glenn Beck does not have any anus problems. Okay. Okay. Now, as far as our contributor, Nurse Feelgood, she may very well have anus problems because she's been pooping, which Judge Kavanaugh said was farting. So, be no now, and there'll be no gas later. So, be no, okay? Be I can't no. believe they brought that up in the Senate Judiciary Committee. I mean, I could not believe it. I'm well, I tell you. Day. Now he's talking about farting and, and puking, you know. I mean, I'll tell you what would, have been, what would have been great. If he had just cocked one leg up, let one rip, and go, now that's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Now yeah, come on, that would have been that would have been great. Be like, let's travel back in time. We used to do this, um, Mr. Chairman. <clears throat> that is pooping. I love, <laughs> I love this comeback. Though I love this comeback. Pooping has farting. We were sixteen, Senator. <laughs> <laughs> like we gave it names to things. Yeah. Um, we have breaking news. He mentioned. In Kavanaugh's response, he mentioned the fact that they all were, like, you know, living like Animal House. I mean, it was right. – he he was trying to explain that, you know, that was the time then, and that was the movie then, and we were all just crazy teenagers Right, the movie – right, um, Fast Times at whatever, huh? Richmond High. Richmond High. Yeah, Richmond well, High. we have breaking news here at Ragtag. We want you to know that one of our primary contributors has flatulence, and she would like for you to set up a GoFundMe page to help her purchase a lifetime supply of Beano. So, 
you can go to GoFundMe forward slash Be No for Barb and donate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this show. You know, when people go back and listen to some of these recordings, you know they have to be like, oh, my Lord. They spent 30 minutes talking about her farts. You know what? This is this is what this is a perfect example of what dealing with politics on a day to day basis will do to you. Oh well, let me tell you all a story. This is blowing off steam. Right. Let me let me tell you all a story. (laughs) So we're we're all in the car, and I'm not sure where we were going, but I was not driving, which is unusual. So certain individuals that shall remain nameless, boss lady. Locks the windows and lets one rip. Okay. And and this is one of those that is silent. She locks the windows so we could not roll the windows down when we got this silent but violent. Oh. Oh Lord. Was anybody wanting to throw up? It, it it oh we did it smelled like Yellowstone National Park up there in the sulfur so, oh it's awful oh, <laughs> oh it was terrible and she would not unlock the windows for nothing <laughs> we're like we're like all trying to open the doors going flying down the road with our heads hanging out with the doors open. <laughs> But you know what actually came to my mind was those videos where they show husbands trying to change diapers. <laughs> all well, you know, you know that you remember you remember Looney Tunes and Pepe Le Pew and that green film that follows them. Yes. Well, imagine Cheech and Chong's up in smoke in this car, except for it's green. That is what we were dealing with. Oh and she thought it was funny. She's just like, hur, 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 hur. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never saw your own. Oh, oh my I gosh, know. it was awful. Smell it, but he deserved it. <laughs> she said that she could smell it, but I deserved it. I don't know why. Apparently, well, it was a payback. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, that's. Yeah. That's the way she's making it sound. It was a payback, yeah. See, I'm not mistaken. I kind of see your business. I've been married before. I know what it's like. Money times to my one. Yeah, all right. Ignore the woman behind the curtain. Ignore the woman behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the woman behind the curtain. <laughs> All right. Is there any major political ring a ding ding that anybody wants to discuss that we haven't touched on? Since we really haven't touched on much in political. Nikki Haley. World. You know what? Nikki just, Haley. The of, just the importance Nikki of getting Haley. out and voting. You know, being registered is one thing, but actually going to the polls and rendering a vote is quite another. So. No matter what you got to do, if it's early voting, if it's mail-in voting, if it's whatever you need to do, make sure that you do it because America is at stake. And we, well, the only thing that I, the only thing that I am concerned with at this point of the, the Congress period is the House, and I would really like to see the House stay in Republican hands. 
I think it's going to stay in Republican hands. I really do. I sure hope so. I sure do hope so. That's Most the of the prognosticators. Be okay. Most of your big pollsters behind the scenes will tell you they think it's going to stay in Republican hands. Now, publicly, they're telling you that, oh, it may be this, it may be that. But I tend to agree with Newt in the fact that effective Saturday afternoon, the Democrats cemented the fact that there would be a red wave. And Hillary, in essence, pretty much confirmed that today when she says, hey, look, we can't be civil with these people unless we get control of the chamber. Yeah. Well, we can be civil. So in other words, we need to promote civil unrest, and that's why the woman has no business even being allowed to run another campaign. She, if she wants to go on television because they want to have her and give her stupid, idiotic, ignorant dialogue, that's up to the media to let her. But they should ban her from running any more elections, any more campaigns after that comment because she is promoting. She has done the very thing that that Maxine Waters just did. That's what made me so angry today. When I heard that, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. As far as I'm concerned, this is the top end of the Democrat Party who has now come out and said, we can't be civil. You're not to be civil with these people. Well, unfortunately, what that's, is that telling that's what you? it They're is. promoting more violence. But Democrats don't understand that that stuff's going to backfire on them. Because there's well, about the even, there's an even number. So you're right, it's going to backfire because they show their crazy uh, Antifa butts up here in Indiana, and they're going to see the uh, side of 50 million shot, sawed-off shotguns in their face because we don't just have a gun in our house. We have an arsenal in our house. Well, we don't play. I, you know, I, I'm serious. I would, I, I'm, not, I'm not doubting that Indiana's got a few guns, but... Your neighbors to the southeast of you will come protect you when you run out of bullets because uh, we've got... we got plenty of ammunition, let me tell you. We're not going to just buy the weaponry. Well, I'm still saying we'll come protect you when you run out, okay? Now, having said all that... Um, you must Nikki think that we're lousy shots. Well, that's fine. You go ahead and feel that way, but you know what? Well, I know better. That's what he meant. That's not that what wasn't what I... That wasn't what I meant. Okay, you want to come help us? That's That would be mightily appreciated. But the bottom line is, well, if those antique people think that they're, they're stupid enough to show up in my side of town, they're going to wish they didn't. That's all I'm going to say. Because the police yeah. are backing us. Are there black people in Indiana? Few. I think there's a couple, I so think there's there's a couple there around. Are there in Indianapolis? I was getting ready to say that. Well, isn't Indianapolis awful close to Ohio? Indianapolis is uh, two hours uh, uh, northwest of Cincinnati, and it is an hour west of me. Okay, so basically, folks, if you go to Indiana and you're black, better stay in Indianapolis. Otherwise, your Antifa and will be shocked. Um, uh-huh. But don't worry. No, I didn't I know, know about that. It. You can tell if they've got black ski masks on and they're coming around trying to break bad and traffic and things of that nature. They're going to have somebody roll their window down and fire a few shots off and take take care of them. 
because we're not going to put up with it here. We have signs on our state line that says we carry in Indiana. Remember that. If you don't want guns, keep going until you get to Illinois. <laughs> That's the truth. Well, I I can't Keep dispute that. I've not seen I've not seen the signs, but I've not been to Indiana in a long time. <laughs> back when I went to Indiana, you all had just got your first color television back in the nineties. So. Oh yeah, uh, right. yeah. We were still, we were still using the the ring them up the operator on the te- on the telephone system too. <laughs> well, you do yeah, know yeah, Green yeah. Acres. Yeah. When Green Acres was being filmed, Green that's where they went and got their Okay, so Nikki Haley. Um, we discussed Nikki, but what's the what did you want to discuss about her? Oh, well, um, Phil Valentine this afternoon said that there were some ethics violations that she did with an airplane. He thought that that's why she resigned. She and her husband well, flew with somebody that they knew. Well, they did. They did do that, but the GAO cleared them on that. She has been. She had told the president she was going to step down uh, about nine months ago. So, this isn't. This is one of those that you know people are saying this is a big surprise. No, it's not. The president knew that this was going to happen. As a matter of fact, they already have. He already knows who the replacement is. Well, if she had the position in good faith then I'm sure she let him know in plenty of time to, to secure a replacement. You know, that's not a position you're well, going to leave open like the time. Well, it's... Who are. do you think it's going to be? Who do I think it's going to be? Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> you know what? I think it's going to be a female. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I think it'd be funny if it was Kanye God. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm no huge fan of I'm no huge fan of Kanye's, but he's not an idiot. No. Now, not. whether he's ambassador material, no. Yes, you are correct. It will be a woman that is on the front. If I had to take my guess, I'd I'd probably say Linda McMahon. Well, the reason I said I thought it would be a woman is because I think that Trump knows that he can he can give a give a um a verbatim command like she gave about North Korea and it come across uh with the sternness that that he wants but with the softness from a female. In other words, well, he's no, I think he soft that it's going to be easier said because it's coming from a female. I think you choose a woman because it thumbs the nose at all the Muslim countries. Well, yeah. that could be, too. Yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't think of it you, that way. You pick a woman that is strong. And listen, they piss off Linda McMahon, she'll just put a WWE wrestling ring in the middle and ring the bell and be like, hey, what's time to get that? But, uh, well, you know one you know, of our friends is over in Europe right now. Who? One of our mutual friends, one of our mutual friends who works for somebody. Come at CC. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, you know, I, I think that I think that the United Nations ambassador, our ambassador to the United Nations, is a pretty big spot right now, and I think you need somebody that's going to have no back down. 
Um, Linda McMahon, if I was looking for somebody inside the administration, I would choose her. If you're looking for somebody outside of the administration that would be tough as nails, I would ask Dr. Rice to do it. That's the point. A true doctor, not that Susan Rice bitch. I was going to say, who's Dr. Rice? Dr. Condoleezza Rice. Oh, Um, okay. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to tell you right now. She's a a no-nonsense. Yes, she does. She wants to be commissioner of the NFL. And you know she's on the she's on the BCS committee for the college level, and uh, mm-hmm. rumor mill has it that uh, Goodall may be retiring, and she's on the short list. He needs to. She'll make Listen, there's she'll she'll definitely take charge. That's for sure. What is that noise? I don't know. Anyway, so there are a bunch of good qualified women that would make good ambassadors to the United Nations. Um, Oh, that is loud. Oh, that's you, Chairman. What are you doing? Nothing. Well, it's it's you. Something's creeping in. Well, yes, but again, Doctor. Doctor Doctor Rice's uh, main dream job is to be commissioner of the NFL. So, um, if she has to choose government service or commission. She's choosing commission. I don't blame her. Um, no, but I mean, she... Anything going on in my area? She wouldn't let him kneel down. Huh? Anything going on down here in my area? In regards to what? Ooh, National no. politics? No, you've got some local politics stuff going on with the TBI, but uh, you'll have to just wait and let that play out. And be glad you weren't on the school board before. I'll talk about the hurricane real quick. Well, Hurricane Michael's making its landfall. We've had a tornado touch down here where we are. Um, You have? Yes, touched down earlier today. Oh, Lord. Turns out out it was just... Well, it turns out it was just the boss lady in a hurry to get to Hobby Lobby for a sale. Oh my and gosh! So she up a <laughs> you are you or something else? You know it. <laughs> well, uh, while, I, while I say that, the truth hey, is, you know a, a, a tornado considering all the storms, down, a tornado considering all the storms, you know, think alignment. If you ever see guys out working on telephone lines, telephone poles, thank them because I'll yes, make sure you thank, thank them. And when your bill goes up again in the next couple of months because of this new stupid union contract that just got negotiated for linemen, thank them for that, too. Oh, yeah. I am well, lineman for the county. You know what? I, listen, I have, I, have, I have zero use for unions. Again, the linemen do a great job. I don't 
they they have a dangerous job, and most of the time they're on those lines and on those poles in weather that the rest of us are hiding down in the basement. So yes, I agree with with yep. Green Bean in in that regards. But if you all will notice, especially TVA, everybody got a big uh, sticker shock for their October bill, and it's because of the new contracts with the unions. Um, My water bill was sixty dollars. Throughout the United wow. States. Well, everybody. Hey, I've, been paying, I've been paying $60 for my water for a long while now. Does it cover more than your water? No. Well, generally, water. it's water and sewer. Yeah. Yeah, water and uh, sewer, but that's it. Okay. Well, well. At, at my house, the water bill, the water bill was $40, so... Oh my it used to be twenty five dollars and sixty four dollars a month for my water bill and I live alone. Well, you know <laughs> stop watering your marijuana plants so much, you know. Oh, I don't use that much water, I'm here to tell you. It's not it's not about usage. They have a in the state of Indiana, the smaller rural communities, um apparently some of them get by with not following certain guidelines so they set it they set up a tier here of based on a, an improvement that they did to the water and sewage system a few years uh-huh. back and if it, you know it's a minimum of, of a certain number of gallons of sewage that you pay every month period whether you like it or not right. or whether you use it or not and right. it's a problem i have but when it doesn't matter you go to the utilities commission they don't care because they're not holding them to the same you know, they're not holding certain communities to state standards because of... Do you all have those pumps? The size do you all of have the community. Do you all have those little machines in your backyard with a little light on top of it for the sewer? Where no. Where the city drains them out? No. Well, most rural places have those. I, just, I was just curious. Well, I think that uh, with Nikki Haley... She was already planning to go. The ethics thing's been there for about a year now, and I wouldn't worry about it. But I can tell you that there's going to be other people leaving the administration and some newer people coming in just because that's how Trump does things. Um, As a matter of fact, I think Sarah Sanders has been in her position (laughs) longer than most anybody else. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, I, I really could. like her pushing back on the media. She handles the media very well. I was going to uh, say, like he let her go. No, he's not going to let her go. Uh-uh. Unless she leaves. As far as I know. But they're finally well, starting to get know, their groove. Well, you know it's all right to shuffle people around, I guess. Uh, you know, as long as things are getting accomplished. That's the main thing. It's not about how you just choose to run it, delegate authority. It's getting the job done that, that counts. And well, did anybody I, I, see? one thing I do believe with Trump is that he's not, he, he's about getting things accomplished. So that's a good thing. Well, did anybody happen to see that uh, there's a congressman that's getting ready to put a bill in the well that fully funds the wall. Now, really? this is no, a smart move. That. 
It's uh, it broke today. It's going into the well in the next couple of weeks. But that's a smart move because that puts the border back at the top of the topic for the House of Representatives right. who hold the purse strings. And Trump's schedule over the next several weeks has him going all kinds of places. And I think that he's going to, again, Democrats are right. They want to make this about President Trump. I think they better be careful about making it about President Trump because President Trump has done most of what he said he was going to do. The economy is booming. Unemployment at below 3.7%. Hispanic unemployment, lowest ever. Black unemployment, lowest ever. Women unemployment, lowest ever. You've got manufacturing jobs getting ready to come back here. The dairy markets have been opened up, which means that dairy prices for farmers, they'll be able to sell into Canada, which is something they've not been able to do up to this point. Uh, Several of the automakers have announced they're bringing more automotive jobs back to the United States. You've got uh, several textile plants and, and clothing product lines that are getting ready to come back to the United States. Uh, well, Nabisco. You know when uh, Mr. Trump and Ivanka are going to move theirs back? Well, first of all, Jill, it's a it's a business practice. Everybody else was doing theirs in China. They're doing theirs there too. You can't fault them for for their company doing business like everybody else's. Now, when it when it comes time and they can bring the market back, if they then choose not to, then you have an argument to be made. But uh, Ivanka, as far as I know, she's shutting down her clothing line. She's gonna she's gonna stop her clothing line for now and resume it after Trump's out of office. As far as Trump's clothing line, I don't even know if he still owns the clothing line. I think they just use his name. But I, I mean, I agree. Is, if it, that's another thing too that they're having a hard time. Or what, that's the lawsuit that's in front of the um, uh, that they filed against him was uh, with regards to the emolument clause. Well, listen. Sure, you heard about that, right? Yeah, the lawsuit. Yeah, they can file all day long on that. They're not going to get him. This is. Well, I listen, thought that all the presidents that when once they were elected had to had to relinquish the ownership of their businesses. No, they don't have to relinquish ownership. They have to put it in a blind trust. It goes into a blind trust. They don't have to give up their business. They can't run the day-to-day operations, which he's not doing. He gave that authority over to his kids, and the system is in a trust. He's not violating the law on that. Okay. Well, and then whatever so, they're trying to prove about him violating the emolument clause is malarkey. It is. They want they want his business records. They want his financials, and that's yes. something they've not been able to get by filing yes, this yes. lawsuit. When they go to do discovery, they're hoping that they'll, he has to turn that stuff over in discovery. Yeah. That's it. That's all this is about. So, just everybody needs to understand that that these are political moves. And when Democrats don't get the chambers, most of this stuff's going to go away. Most of this will die down because they will have found now for two election cycles it doesn't work. And so going into 2020, the only thing they can hope for going into the 2020 elections 
is that the economy goes bad, some some market bursts. You know, only thing they can hope for are bad things if they're to ever gain control. But mm-hmm. I think I think people are burnt out on Democrats. They were burnt out on Obama. They're burnt out on liberalism. This idiot up in New York that come out, she come out probably Saturday or Sunday, and now is calling for the abolishment of the Electoral College because it's yeah, just another form of slavery. She's an idiot. Yeah. It's just another form of slavery. Well, would somebody please tell me how in the hell that's part of slavery? She needs Matter to have fact, some history books sent to her. If you what look I'll do at, is get her address and send her some history books. There's your what, own what, somebody, party that was involved in slavery anyway. It was her party involved in slavery, but boy, know, you can't tell them that. But Democrats all right, guys. Sitting Republican ended it. Who's it about Hurricane it's, Michael? It's now a listen, dangerous category three. Yes. Yeah, that was announced earlier. Yeah, that's that's um, old news. No. Oh well, sorry. Well, be be mindful of this. In order to do away with the Electoral College, you've got to have 37 states get rid of it. I can tell you right now, unequivocally, without a doubt, none of the Midwestern states are going to vote for it. And I do mean none. None of your Southeastern states will vote for it. And if the Northeastern states were smart, they wouldn't vote for it either. She doesn't even understand the purpose of it. No, she doesn't. But she doesn't understand anything. She is. No. She is a buffoon. I, no, I heard her respond. The bottom line is here is that you can have a bunch of yin yang people that don't have a clue about the Constitution or civics or our, his, the history of our country. This is why we need election reform. I've been screaming it from the mountaintops for I don't know how long now, and they need to set some new requirements for election of being elected office. And I think it involves more than one generation of being in America. Well, I really do. Gotta be I mean, you have to live some patriotism in order to understand what it means to be a patriot in America. Uh, yeah. I can't, Part of me can't believe Obama. I can't believe Part Obama of me disagrees with that. Well, well listen, I'll tell you what. I think that there are some immigrants that are that have done the whole deal legally and become Americans that get it. But the vast majority, the problem is, is that because there are immigrants coming in illegally and to the tune of millions, we cannot. We can't afford to take a chance. We can't. We just can't. People don't realize how close and how easily. Uh, here's my biggest frustration it is not, you know, even with Ted Cruz, because he comes out like it's just, you know, everyday business. Let me tell you something. If they don't start waking up to the, 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 the lack of security on our borders, we are going to have real trouble here in this country. We already do have real trouble here in this country. Our country is nothing like when I was a kid. <clears throat> nothing. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that Sears will be filing bankruptcy uh, at some point in time this week. Wow. 
to have well, a balloon jet pack. has been for a while now. Well, Sears is. There, there are other. So, so Marsha Blackburn has decided to fire back at Taylor. Uh, oh, good yeah. for her. Oh, really? Okay, so, so for for the conspiracy theorists, Ivanka bows out of consideration to replace UN Ambassador Nikki Haley. Now, here are the five names that are on the list. Okay. Um, Dana Powell. Now, that would be interesting. Dana Powell? That would definitely be an interesting... I don't I don't think I would mind her so much. Um, Rick Grinnell, which that's just a name that they're throwing out there. I uh I don't foresee him doing it. Now he is close to John Bolton, so maybe. Interesting. So yeah, okay, Ivanka's well, out. So you conspiracy theorists can rest easy. On your list. Anyway. Yeah. Say what? Who, who else is on the list? On um, they've list. not really said, but but I'm going to tell you that that in seriousness, I would say Linda McMahon. Um. Oh shoot. Mike Huckabee might be one. Really. I think he would do well, yeah. Um, and there's others. But anyway, all right, final thoughts before we close up shop for the night. I'll go around and everybody can give their final thoughts. Chairwoman, you're first. Okay. You have to give me a little heads up so I can unmute myself because I'm in a car. Eli's been at the revival all night doing the audiovisual at the church. At the church. <laughs> so, what was the question again? To oh, wow. <laughs> get my final thoughts on what? Say again. What do you mean? Get my final thoughts on? Oh, I think Any? one of one of the voting today, today. I'll tell you this. So Taylor Swift. One of the voting things today is today's the last day to vote. They have people. The Democrats have people down at MTSU registered people to vote. I don't know. It was so much Taylor Swift as just today was the last day to vote. I think it was a little, little coinky dink. Gotcha. And Taylor's got enough money. Taylor's got enough money to survive, uh, to to live on, but she better shut her mouth and sing, because she really can't sing. Oh, no, she can. So I guess you no, she can't. can't. Everybody will be getting back everybody. together ever, ever again. Never, ever, ever again. No, but my, but I know several people who have been on tour with Miss Taylor, and they say she cannot sing. It's kind of like Tim McCall. Well, they got a special micro. They got a special microphone for him. Yeah, I've I've heard that. Yep. 
Oh, I know somebody whose brother is the drummer for McGraw. Yes. Special. It, it reminds. It reminds you. It reminds you of the episode of Andy Griffith, where the guy's behind the curtain, and Barney's up there singing, <laughs> and they've got his microphone turned off. <laughs> oh no. Oh, one last last thing is my baby boy is 24 hours away from being 18. Wow. Well, in that case, in that case, everybody, we must sing happy birthday to Eli. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday Happy birthday to you. Thanks. Now, where are my birthday presents? <laughs> the only I present you get green. is you're now responsible for all your own bills, buddy. You're 18. Here's a tip. Don't eat any yellow snow. You need to have his suitcase sitting by the door, and at midnight on his 18th birthday, kick him out and say, okay, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Adios. Adios. Sign our buddy. So tell me, is he going to go to college I'm turning your room into a spa room. Is he going to college or getting a job? I heard he was going to follow after the Democrats and go get a job as a bagger down at the grocery store and talk about what could have been. Uh, No, no. No, no grocery. Just stay away from Soros. Okay, so final thought. Next up goes to ooh, Nurse Feel Good. Ooh. Are you? If you can stop farting long enough to give us your final thought. <laughs> push it, doctor, push it real good. Doctor, doctor. <laughs> I'm glad that you find my illnesses amusing. Um, doctor. Dr. Christina Ballsy Ford has been nominated for a University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill Distinguished Alumna Award for speaking truth to power. Oh, good God. You know, I found something interesting in how the Democrats talked about her. They kept using the word her truth. Yeah. Anybody notice that? Her well, that's truth. what you, you need to understand about the Democrats is that to them, the truth is subjective. Well, they that tells me that, that most of them... out of their convention a few years back, you know? The uh, truth is subjective. Well, the, that just tells me that they didn't believe most of her bullshit. And they're like, well, that's her truth. 
Well. Okay. Are you through with your I final got, thought? No, I got back. I have to relay this. I got back at my favorite sparring partner, Alyssa Milano, today, and she wrote that she had written a op-ed piece in Variety about how women have now got to take hold of this newfound power. And I wrote back and I said, Dear Alyssa, not only do I not read Variety, I do not take advice from the galactically stupid. <laughs> well, listen, and, you know, there's some women that aren't going to like what I'm about to say, but it's okay. But there are roles for men in society, and there are roles for women in society, okay? And in our society, women have decided to try and do a man's role, and men, unfortunately, have decided to be women. And do their role. And when you confuse the genders and you confuse what your role is. Now that doesn't mean that all women need to be barefoot, pregnant at home, cleaning the house and holding the babies and have dinner sitting on the table, you know, sitting down on her knees when you walk through the door. But Yeah, waiting with flippers in hand. Well, I mean, probably should, but, you know... Happy man, all happy plan. And their Sunday best with their makeup and everything done and hair done. Yeah, we, we but now it. listen. Happy yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I, I'm going to have to tell you something from a guy's perspective, and I know I'm outnumbered. Um, let's see what. There's two dudes on here and the rest are women. Um, so here's the thing, though. A guy likes to see his woman, you know, dress up every now and then, even if it is just around the house. Okay, the whole sweatpants and sweatpants and sweatshirt look with the hair pulled back isn't always what a guy wants to see. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. (coughs) But Alyssa's mind is warped. Well, she's an idiot. Of course she is. And And it has has to do with... She comes out again. She comes out again today about these illegal immigrant children. Oh, poor them. And I, I've just about had enough of that shit. Excuse me. So I wrote well, back and I said, you know, what about the 15 million American children who are living below the poverty level? Why don't you do something about those children? Well, you have heard what the American dream is, don't you? Twenty thousand Africans swimming back to twenty thousand African Americans swimming back to Africa with an illegal Mexican under each arm. I wish they would. Me too. However, that's just not the way it is. And for the record, because I know there's going to be somebody out there say something about that comment, I'm referencing your Antifa bunch and your. Well, no, it's an accurate statement. Okay. And let me explain why it's an accurate statement. When you have a group of people, in this particular case, they call themselves African Americans, they are black Americans or colored Americans or not white Americans, whatever you want to call them. African Americans ain't one of them, but that's, you know, a fight for another time. Uh, 
they hate this country. They hate what this country stands for. As a matter of fact, I heard so much about Columbus Day yesterday and oh. Indigenous People Day. Have you lost your damn mind? Wow. Okay. If you don't like this country, and I don't care what color you are, trust me, I've gotten in a few white people's faces and told them exactly what I thought of them, too. If you don't love this country and you can't stand and show respect for the red, white, and blue, then that tells me you don't need to or want to be here. Okay? And all I hear, I have heard so much recently about all my brothers in Africa and we're slaves just like we were in Africa, and we're this. And, and finally I looked at one of them. He, he's in his, his mid-30s. And I asked him, when was the last time you were to Africa? This was his response to me. Well, I've never been to the country of Africa, but I'd sure like to go. Uh-huh. Which country? There's, a, there's about 80 of them on the continent of Africa. So, no, I don't believe it was an inappropriate statement. Some people may take it that way because that's how they're wired. But the truth of the matter is that if you look at where the majority of the problems are and the majority of the people causing problems, that's where you get it. You've got illegals that come from where? Central and South America. You've got Mm -hmm. people that are hating on this country. What are they? They identify as African-Americans. So there's two groups. Then you've got what I call the hangers-on, and that's these white chicks and uh, nasty white gay folks that go and they are tag-alongs because they want to be part of this. Well, first of all, if you're going to be one of them nasty chicks that's a hangers-on, then you can get under one of their arms and go with them. Okay. And don't even get me started on the whole uh, gay and lesbian crap because that'll fire me up for another hour. Mm. But the the truth of the matter is, love this country, leave this country. As simple as that, no matter what color you are. Okay? And that's that, no matter who you are. My opinion is not going to change. It's going to stay the same. Now, granted, it's an opinion, and everybody's got one. I just happens to be right. All right, finish your final thought, Barbara. That's it. So All right, Green Bean, you're up. Okay, well, um, I just think that, that probably the most important thing to talk about right now is not Kavanaugh, it's not Clinton, it's not... Taylor Swift, it's about um, making sure that everyone gets out and votes because without your vote, you don't have a voice. You know, they talk about women not having any voices. Well, yeah, you do. As long as you're over the age of 18, it doesn't matter what gender you are, you're able to go and cast your vote as long as you're registered to vote and as long as you're a citizen of the United States. And with that said, um, you know, I... I have been on Ancestry lately, and I have researched my family's past, and I know that my ancestors have been in this country since it was still under the British crown. And I will say that there are grandfathers of mine who fought in the American Revolution. And so 
if I ever hear another person ever bring up white privilege to me again, I'm just simply going to tell them, you're damn straight. They're privileged because they were here back then. They lived, they died, they worked their farms. The women died having children and and childbirth. They they worked their farms. They had 13 kids so that they had people to work their farms. And they earned everything that they have. So if you have a problem with white privilege or people who are white, have white skin, that have earned a decent living, well, take note. It's as easy as doing some sort of effective work that will pay you a wage that will help you to be more privileged than you are today. That's my final thought. All right. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember, you got to stand for something. You fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank you, soldier, for without them. Wouldn't be able to do what we do today. Thank the family of a soldier, for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. On behalf of Ragtag Patriots and the Ragtag Patriots Board of Directors, I'm saying have a good night, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.